The Lead Story is proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact. Today in our Lead Story, we're talking to Usina Resources on the release of their 2020-2022 sustainability report. Usina started exploration activities in 2016 with its flagship project called Twin Hills Gold. In 2018, the company listed on the TSX Venture Exchange in Canada and just recently in our August 2023 completed their due listing on the NSX. My name is Michelle and with me in the studio is Robert Ziplis. He is the ESG manager at Usina Resources to take us through the second edition of the sustainability report, which was released on the 17th of November this year. Welcome, Robert, and thanks for talking to us. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you. Good to be on your show. Robert, so this is a very impressive report. The company has set out from the beginning to be Namibia's most respected and responsible gold mining company, recognizing the high impact activity of mining. So before we delve into your uh, um, very well-structured report with great feedback, maybe just a quick update on your exploration status and timeframes for commencing construction and mining. Um, sure. Um, you know, to ultimately build a mine is, is a long, expensive and complicated process. You know, it starts with uh, exploration and the various sub-stages of exploration. Uh, then when uh, one thinks one has found a, a potential uh, resource of, of gold or another mineral, one goes through a, um, various study phases to, in essence, uh, confirm that the resource is there. And uh, after that, uh, you know, and to also scope the size of it and um, what is required to extract it. And those are um, various phases that we have gone through. Um, there's initially the uh, preliminary economic assessment, then there's a preliminary feasibility study. And we earlier this year published our definitive feasibility study, mm. which means we are now in a position to to raise the full financing required for for the mine. And we are now in um, the engineering and design phase and soon moving into um, the front end engineering and design phase, which which essentially becomes a more detailed, phase of, of design. And um, with the target that we start uh, construction next year sometime, probably okay. in the second or, or third quarter. Okay, so it's going to be a busy year. And it, uh, yeah, so it's very detailed and uh, all the best also with raising the capital, but we'll also get to that. So um, you link your approach to sustainability quite strongly to the UN's SDG goals, the Sustainable Development Goals. So just take us through some of the highlights of your report and your ESG activities. You know, there, there are many guidance initiatives around social and environmental and governance uh, performance standards. And the United Nations uh, Sustainable Development Goals are probably the most comprehensive all-round that uh, most companies draw on and most other initiatives draw on. And we, from the outset, you know, even though we're still a, sl a small company, um, we've set sustainability as, as a high priority in the company. And that's why for even such a small company, despite us being such a small company, published uh, these, these comprehensive reports to indicate to stakeholders uh, that this is something really important mm. to us. And, uh, you know, the, uh, 
And, and what one does as a company like this is you identify what are the big issues that are most important to you as a company and to stakeholders out there. And we went through quite an extensive process, which is repeated um, you know, every year or two in terms of identifying and confirming these so-called material issues. And for those, uh, you know, and, and those for us are human rights, mm. occupational health and safety, employee welfare and relationships, diversity, equal opportunity and non-discrimination with, within our workforce. Mm. And not just only our immediate employees, but also um, employees of our contractors that are, uh, work for us very closely. Yeah. Um, then we look at our communities, and then from an environmental point of view, we look at land and water management, and then, of course, climate change and energy use. Yeah, I've seen actually quite a lot on your on your energy and your water plans. So maybe just some uh, some information to our listeners on that your uh, um, solar plant that you're envisaging. I've read something about the, your your water usage. That's also going to be more efficient. Maybe just a thought on that. Yeah, um, let me start with water. I mean, you know, water is a significant issue all over the world as there are more people, more businesses, more extraction, etc. And even more so in, in Namibia, which is, uh, you know, a highly water-stressed and water-scarce uh, country. Mm. So from the outset, you know, we, we set ourselves this goal, how do we build a mine that minimizes uh, water consumption and uh, um, water dependence or water impacts on neighboring stakeholders. Mm. And the most significant activity we're looking at the initiative is a so-called dry stack hailing facility, um, which significantly reduces water consumption over um, slurry tailings facilities. And I, I don't have the exact percentage, but it's, it's something like 40% uh, less or so. Yeah. And um, our strategy is to essentially largely water depend independent mm. of um, land water and, and other water sources. And we, we've got ongoing detailed studies on our hydrology um, around that to investigate that. Definitely an example to, to many more. And then on your solar plant as well, I've seen uh, yeah. lots of plants around that. Yeah, so um, again, you know, climate change, reducing greenhouse gas emissions, mm. etc. We uh, are looking at putting an extensive solar plant in place, which will hopefully cover 37% or, or so of our electricity requirements. Your energy consumption, yeah. Um, Robert, quickly on the number of employees. So you say that 92% of your employees are Namibian and that you are set to employ 1,000 Namibians. I'm not sure if this... Thousand then relates still to the um, to the beginning phases. What are you sort of targeting in the end? Do you think your your labour force will will look like? Yeah, that's uh, um, you know the the modelling that's being done at the moment indicates somewhere between eight hundred and a and a thousand mm. employees or so. Um, that that number will have cannot will of course still change. You know as we uh, do more detailed studies and as during construction we will also employ. Uh, actually, Asino itself won't employ uh, many people at all, but the many contractors that will mm. be 
on-site building the mine will employ a significant number of people as well. But that number will wax and wane depending on yeah. which major contractor is on site. And which phase but ultimately you are in. we Yes. But ultimately, when we start construction, we're probably looking at around about 1,000. Yeah. Okay. So, Robert, also a discussion point that regularly comes up on our shows is um, SME development. Now, so you've specifically mentioned, which I find really inspiring, is that you will have a focus on small business development. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a priority we're setting ourselves. Um, to what extent we, you know, Sino is not a Anglo-American or a, a B to gold with mm. many mines and uh, uh, large resources in that, in that sense. You know, we're, we're a so-called single asset um, operator at this stage. Mm. Uh, but that may change over time. So so I've got to add a little bit of expectation management and caution <laughs> around mm. promising too much. Mm. Um, but we have plans to, in essence, try and hire local people um, from the local, from our host communities and who are bona fide locals. We uh, want to, you know, specialist suppliers and SMEs we need to probably find mm. companies that offer that particular service. Mm. But if if they're not as specialized, then uh, yes, we will put in place processes and procedures and also expectations probably mm. of our contractors to use and support the development of local SMEs. I hear what you say. So, yeah, on, in in that sort of way. Robert, thank you very much. That's all that we've got time for today. But thank you so much for talking to us. All the best in, in, in your in the uh, planning and further phases of, of construction and mining. And it's really inspiring to, to, to read through your website and your sustainability report. Congratulations and all the best. Michelle, thank you for your time. Thanks. All the best. The lead story was proudly brought to you by Alex Forbes. Alex Forbes, insight, advice, impact.